You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What is up, Packers fans? Welcome to another edition of For Cheddar or Worst, Acme Packing Company's podcast covering the good, the bad, and everything in between surrounding the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I am your co-host, Chris Burke, joined alongside our social media queen, Lindsay Hansen. Lindsay, how are you on this Victory Monday when we're recording? My favorite kind of Monday. I am doing excellent. We are officially the winningest team in NFL history. That is so cool, man. I mean, considering the season we've had, we will take any win uh, at this point in the season. And that's a big one. So I'm really, uh, really excited. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of a nice silver lining after, you know, the giant turd sandwich that this season has been so far. Um, so, it, obviously, you know, the Packers now ahead of the Bears by one game. You know, obviously, they'd like to pull away from that before the end of the season. A uh, lot, lot of football left, you know, and the the ultimate arrow, the arrows of each football team are definitely, um, you know, if they're pointed up, down, sideways, not really kind of sure. I think we'll probably definitely find more about the Packers and the Bears uh, come this spring, but looking at the here now, a 28 to 19 victory for the Green Bay Packers over the rival Bears. Uh, Matt LaFleur, eight that's eight wins in a row over Chicago. Matt LaFleur is eight and oh against them. Uh, so I guess if Aaron Rodgers owns them, I would have to give Matt LaFleur minority ownership. Uh, <laughs> stake, stake for sure. Um, big picture gives Green Bay a little bit of hope for the playoffs. I mean, obviously, I think it'll. Not only are they going to have to more than likely win out, uh, they're going to need some help. And I think the Giants and uh, Washington tying did not exactly help them, considering both teams beat the Packers. But yeah, a little little bit of a ray of optimism uh, going into a stupid late bye week. Uh, We'll get into that a little later. But yeah, that you know they're not they're not dead. They're not dead. Uh, we we thought, you know, coming into uh, this week, I mean, technically we still had a chance, you know, coming in, but we thought we were dead in the water. We thought for sure they'd show up for the Bears, um, and they did. Uh, it was not pretty, but a win is a win is a win, and it will do, right? So one thing, I mean, one person That is getting us, I think I can speak for literally every Packer fan ever, is getting us so excited is Christian Watson. Oh my God, he is on fire. I mean, he's literally unstoppable. He got another pair of touchdowns yesterday. His fourth was, or his first rather, was on the the fourth down just before the end of the first half. Um. That pulled the Packers back within six. And then his second, of course, was in the fourth 
which acted as the uh, the final nail in the bear's coffin. So he now has eight total touchdowns in his last four games and nine overall for the season. I mean, I just, considering how much he got hurt in the beginning, we had no idea what he, and, you know, he, he made that one drop uh, in the, in the end zone, the first game, his first ever play as a professional in the NFL. So, you know, we didn't know what to expect. We had heard some things from the front office and from LaFleur, um, you know, some, some good things, but we didn't really get to see much of anything until uh, four weeks ago, four games ago. And he's just on fire. He is unstoppable right now. And it is such a joy to watch. It's so much fun. And he really gives me just, he gets, he, he gets me excited to continue watching him because I I really do believe that he's only going to like just continue to rise from here. And I don't want to put pressure. Like I don't want the fans to put like all this insane pressure on him to continue doing what he has been doing the last four games, because that's also not fair. I do also think that it's a possibility considering his, his performances um, these past four games, and yesterday in Slack, when we were uh, when we were chatting during the game, uh, I think it was Brooke who said he hit twenty one point seven two miles per hour yesterday. That is absolutely insane. That is like that's unhuman. Yeah, I you know the the it's the the, the speed they have not had speed like that since MBS, and I don't think they've had a playmaker like this in quite some time with all due respect to Devontae Adams. Like when we talk a playmaker, we're talking like explosive plays. Like Devontae Adams could make great catches, but he was not, not always the most explosive athlete. Like, you know, like you get with the speed demons like MVS, but the Packers have not had anything like that in quite some time. Uh, and I do have to give Watson some credit, you know, like you said, in terms of his poise, you know, he had that opening, you know, that drop against the Vikings you know, where they, that game, you know, went into a death spiral after that and really their season. Um, but he, at the same time, he, uh, you know, he's he's shown a lot of poise and, you know, mental fortitude, whatever you want to call it, for, for a rookie. So that, you know, that's just going to, you know, that just bodes real well for him moving forward, you know. And, you know, I, yeah, the season's all been a lost cause, but it's still a um, – I don't know. I just, it's, it, it, it kind of gives you some hope a little bit, you know, you got Watts in there, you know, and if, you know, if they can get Dobbs on the field at the same time, get those, both those players on the field consistently. Cause you know, as soon as Watson got healthy, Dobbs got hurt, you know, it's like, you, you can't have nice things, but <laughs> they, it, they both, you know, once they're both on the field, they, they might have something there. I'm uh, so excited. I mean, so to and- speak, it's, and that, and that's even, you know, that, that kind of gives me hope, you know, like I've, I've been ready to, you know, even for Jordan Love, like the best gift the Packers can hand Jordan Love, presuming they turn the reins over to him next year, is a solid receiving core. And the arrow is definitely pointing in the right direction. And, you know, who knows, maybe maybe we'll have a Samori Toure game, you know, down the road. But, yeah, Watson just is – the Packers have not had that athleticism at that position in quite some time. And I can't wait to see what Matt LaFleur does with him. 100%. And, and I think, like, his grit – 
I mean, that kid has got grit. He is just a special, special player. I'm just so stoked to continue watching to, you know, continue watch him just shine. Another person who shined yesterday was Quadzilla, Mr. AJ Dillon. Um, he saw his biggest numbers of the season with 21 total touches, resulting in 119 total yards, including the uh, the 21-yard touchdown that pulled the Packers back within uh, two early in the fourth quarter. Um, so it's it's great to see, and he was – uh, he was crediting his performance yesterday with uh, the fact that him and his wife are expecting their first baby. Um, so he called it uh, dad strength, <laughs> I think is what he said. So um, really happy for him and his family. And uh, as a side note, and then also just to see him continue to, you know, he had a great game last week as well. Um and we're starting to use him, utilize him a little bit more. Uh, and, you know, Jones was, um, it was a lighter game for Jones yesterday. Um, and so Dylan really stepped up and, and uh, did some great work for us. Yeah. Aaron Jones getting hurt was definitely a big part of that, but seeing Dylan, you know, stack, start to stack some games together, you know, not big picture, probably again, too little, too late, but I mean, again, they are, the arrow is at least pointing in the right direction. And, you know, I, the story on the season's yet to be written, but, you know, there, I think there's going to be a stretch of games that we can kind of look at just this or just that, you know, it's, I think that's what it's going to end up coming to, but at least the arrow's pointing in the right direction in terms of the offense. And again, you know, depending on the Packers, you're going to have some hard salary cap decisions to make uh, at the end of the, at, you know, after this year, um, Aaron Jones, very well, I hate to, I hate to keep bringing it up, but, that may be something they have to look at. And Dylan, you know, especially when the temperature drops, his performance starts to rise. But, you know, that, that again gives them, you know, two solid wide receivers and a solid running back, you know, is a, is a pretty good, you know, you can definitely, definitely helps out a young quarterback. Uh, again, presuming Jordan Love is starting next year. I'm not pushing Aaron Rodgers completely out the door. Uh, but, you know, we have to consider that that is a, a very real possibility. So it's, you know, he just, he's been, phenomenal the last two weeks yeah definitely and and speaking of Jones you know like I like I just said it was a lighter game for for him yesterday as he was having um, some issues with his shin but he still managed to become just the fourth packer to rush for more than 5,000 yards um, so just wanted to throw in a, a quick congrats to him I certainly hope that we don't lose him to uh, to the cap space next year, because I mean, he's, he's the heart of, of the offense, in my opinion, and losing him would, would be a, a blow on and off the field for us. So I'm really, uh, really not ready to, to face the possibility of, (laughs) of us having to let him go. Um, But we will, you know, we will see, what happens um, in the off season, but for now um, it's just fun to watch him continue to just shine bright. Next up, um, 
on our on our show notes was the fact that the Packers they didn't panic. They got down early. It was 10-0 before we before we got uh, a score on the board. And um, I mean, they came back from a nine point deficit to win by nine points, which is great considering we only got the lead with four minutes left of the fourth quarter. I mean, we didn't give up. We played through the entire game and we came up victorious in more ways than one. You know, as we were saying, the winningest team in, in the NFL. So history was on the line and history was made. And, um, you know, that only works when we're one cohesive unit playing together as a team. And that that is something that we um, got got around to in the fourth quarter, specifically yesterday during the game. Yeah, you know, they 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 finished the game plus three in the turnover turnover ratio and then they won by. Technically, it's a multiple score game. You know, they can you can only score most most points on it for a touchdown is eight, so it was a, it was a multiple score win. Uh, it you know they 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 got down early. You know, a lot of times we've seen them fold. You know, we berated them on the show for that. You're like, why does this team not have to have that killer instinct to fight back? You know, mm-hmm. and they they even had it last week against Philadelphia. Even though no, they didn't win the game. They at least you know they they didn't they didn't they didn't surrender. There was no surrender, Cobra. Uh, from, from the Packers. So it's, you know, they, I got to give them credit. You know, this is more of the formula they've had with Matt LaFleur win the turnover battle, you know, definitely was not a pretty game um, by any stretch of the imagination, but at least it seems like they're starting to learn from their mistakes, which gives me a lot more hope um, for the future. Yeah, I, I agree for sure. Um, Kenny Clark he was he was looking a little bit better yesterday. Um, he had three total, one assist. Uh, would love to just see more of him. I I really think that he could be a relatively solid, um, you know, player for us. We haven't seen much of him, um, many big plays from him this season, but um, you know there have been a, a few. Uh, standouts. So yesterday was, was pretty, you know, pretty good. Yeah. You know, he, it's amazing. They've been using him more of a traditional nose tackle instead of, you know, where they've usually lined him up as like a five technique. They, they used him where he should be. And it's once again, this is where Joe Barry is handicapping that defense so much with some of his decisions. Um, he just he they lined him up where he should be, and lo and behold, he starts to make plays. It's it's amazing how that works. And I just sometimes <laughs> I feel like they they start they start outsmarting themselves. Um and it just it I don't understand it. Like it, when you have an imbecile calling plays, I guess talent sometimes doesn't doesn't work that way. But yeah, he he uh, very probably the roughest five game stretch or so of Kenny Clark's career non-existent didn't really show up a lot on film and now he starts making splash plays so it's it's good to see I just hope to God Joe Barry lets him continue but I mean I think we all know we have no confidence in the Packers defensive coordinator to do that but at least Kenny showed up and showed he's still got it because that was starting to get a little little concerning like oh boy what's what's wrong with Kenny Clark is not a is not a topic I was looking at debating going into week 14. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, let's hope that they continue to to use use our players in you know the most effective and efficient ways, um, especially on defense. That is something that we've seen. So, um, our O line though. So Zach Tom filled in for Bakhtiari, who had an appendectomy. So he was unable to, uh, to play due to, you know, surgery and, and recovery from that. Um, so I hope he's doing well and, and is able to come back soon. Um, but yeah, I mean, anything to add with Zach Tom, I don't, I don't really have much to add here. So figured I'd pass the baton to you regarding this. <laughs> no, he, he looked fine. Uh, he's, he's looked very good at that spot. You know, that, I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they resisted the urge to kick out, um, to move Elton Jenkins back to tackle because we all know that experience uh, did not did not work out so well. Um, but you know he's, you know, and Matt Lafleur did today. Unfortunately, say you know in terms of David Bakhtiari, it quote from his quote exactly is from what I've been told, it could be a while. Um, I don't know what it is with this poor guy and injury luck or in this case, a medical surgery. Um, but it's just, it's, it's too bad. He just, he starts getting back, starts getting his legs underneath him, has another setback, but at least the Packers have depth on uh, Zach Tom, who we all loved at the draft uh, seems to be, you know, looks the part. I mean, Chicago's defensive line is definitely not what it once was, but you know, as long as if I'm not seeing, if we're not seeing you during the game, especially protecting Aaron Rodgers' blindside, blind side, uh, you're doing fine, especially for a rookie. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And that was something, I mean, I, so I am not in, uh, in Wisconsin, so I was not able to watch the game yesterday. It didn't even show on my NFL plus app. So I had to listen to it by broadcast, which was just super annoying. I watched the highlights, um, after the game, but I really, I really wish I could have just seen it because, it's not as fun when you just have to listen. <laughs> and by the way, I was forced to listen to the Bears broadcast because the um, the Packers broadcast was delayed by like over a minute and I was live tweeting the game. So I couldn't do that. And so I had to listen to the stupid Bears commentators and I was just like, what is this? Some, some sort of torturous hell I'm living in right now. It's, they're, not, they're not great, but I still think they're better than listening to Paul Allen uh, for the Vikings. So, I mean, it, it could be worse. The, the post-game, the Chicago sport post-game radio, especially after losing to the Packers, is always comedy gold. But, I mean, I feel, <laughs> like, I feel, like, I feel like that fan base has just accepted their fate at this point. So maybe it's not as spicy as it used to be, but it's still, it's still pretty bad. all right guys well we will uh we will take a quick break and we'll be right back with the worst section of our show and look ahead to uh you know the bye and then the the rams game so we'll be right back vacations can be tricky you already know how to book flights and hotels but now the only thing you're missing is you know the actual travel experience Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. 
you can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we are back. So obviously we discussed that it is a was not a very pretty game. You know, a win a win is a win, especially with the way the season's gone. Uh, but it definitely was an ugly game at some point. Um, and I got to start this section off with Aaron Rodgers. Not so much his entire performance. It's just, dude, you got to – I feel like a broken record here. You got to stop with a hero ball. You're hurt. You're, I mean, your ribs are hurt for one. Your thumb is still hurt where it's – apparently somewhat barely attached to turn. I don't know how that all works, but dude, uh, it just take, take the ball. You're hurt. Your accuracy shot. Quit trying. We don't need to know that you can still throw the deep ball. We've got plenty of stuff in the archives to know you can throw a deep ball. Just take what's within the offense, you know, and, and go from there. I mean, I respect an occasional shot, but this is insanity at this point. You know what they say, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Just it just it makes it makes no sense to me, and he's got to realize, you know, if he's putting a lot of oomph, you know, for want of a medical better medical term, there, if he's putting a lot of strength into that, he's going to hurt himself further, or just at very least slow down his healing process. Oh yeah, I mean, without a doubt, you don't um, your body isn't able to heal if you keep using your broken appendage. Um, yeah, I mean, his stats, he was 18 of 31 for 182 yards, leaving him with a completion percentage of, of 58.1. And, you know, obviously keeping in mind, uh, that he is playing with a broken thumb and hurt ribs, um, you know, not broken ribs, but, but hurt, uh, I'm assuming bruised without being a medical professional, (laughs) just based on what he said, um, there were just, there were, uh, like him and Cobb was something that, uh, you know, it, they just seemed to have a, a misconnect, uh, miscommunication. It just wasn't there, um, yesterday, but, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's kind of taken with a grain of salt in that he is playing with a broken thumb and hurt ribs. So um, I'm not sure why he would try those hero balls for that very reason. You know, like if you're going to play through it, 
there is an amount of, of respect that I can, um, I can have for that just from a competitive lens, but don't, don't make it worse for yourself and delay the healing process even more because you're already risking that by playing through it. And then to, to, you know, try to be the hero, um, when you don't need to be, it's just kind of, I don't see a a reason for it. Yeah. It's, you know, you, you don't have, you know, okay, you got Christian Watson, but I mean, still the deep balls have not really been there a whole lot for the Packers. So yeah, I definitely would agree with that. Just it's, there's no reason to risk it, especially well, like you're third and one and you're throwing a, you're throwing a miracle ball. Like just get the first down, dude. Just don't, I just, that's, I feel like that's, you know, I don't know where those, I speculated on Twitter. I don't know where the, I'm like, we, we, we got to assume Rodgers is making those check calls, right? I mean, it's still, maybe it's not, maybe the floor's making the play call, but Rodgers is the one still holding the ball deep. I don't know, but it just, that doesn't seem like a very Lafleurish type call, uh, but definitely, I hope I hope we see a little less of that. You know, if Rogers is going to play out the rest of the year because he's going to be—I don't think he's going to be able to heal up. Maybe the bye week will be good for him, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, next thing on our list—I mean, this this really is no surprise, but I still have to put it on there—is the run defense. Uh, Green Bay could not stop anybody uh, all year in terms of the run game, so. Justin Fields started running, running amok. Um, not very surprising to see, but still the fact that, you know, that the Packers, you know, the Bears have very much tipped their hand on what they were going to do. Um, the, and the Packers were still helpless to do it once again, further indictment of Joe Barry. I mean, did they stop, make stops when they had to? Yeah, but that still doesn't, doesn't erase the other malfeasance that his group uh, put on tape yesterday. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> The <laughs> fields managed to get that 56 yard touchdown run off of our guys. I mean, that's, that's bad. Like we, we all know fields is very, he's a very athletic QB and we should have been prepared for those types of plays. And yet he just literally ran all up and down uh, the field whenever he wanted, it seemed like. So as you know, our run defense has always been an issue. And I think as long as, uh, as Joe Barry is at the helm, I think it always will be. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's pretty, it's predictable at this point. I mean, after what Jalen Hurts did, you'd really think that would have been a point of emphasis in practice. It makes me wonder again, what they do in practice all week. Cause it's just, I don't know if they're just running around and, you know, at the end of the day, Joe Barry gives them like um, cookies or something. I I don't know, but it it's it's not working. Um, the Bears, like I said, have telegraphed what they're doing with Fields, and I do feel for the kid because this is the surest way to wear him out very quickly, and not to mention potentially get him hurt. Uh, but it's uh, you know the fact that the Packers couldn't even stop them is it's an indictment uh, at this point. So, speaking of incompetence. Uh, Silly penalties, again, um, definitely a little bit of a, you know, not a a very big trademark of what they've been under Matt LaFleur, but it's, you know, I, it's still, I, they got, they got to be a little more disciplined at times. 
yeah, I mean, I, uh, I don't know that there's much more to, to say to that than, than what you just did. So hopefully they're able to, uh, to clean those up and, you know, we don't have to worry too much about it going forward. Hope that they can learn, um, and, and learn how to not do that in the future. Defensively. I just, I think this again comes down to coaching. Um, it's just, it's one of those where I, they, they can't keep making some of these mistakes defensively. Like at this point, you know, you're still going to have to assume I'm trying to, I've been trying to pull up the penalty information here, but I think it's having internet's not only affecting my, uh, my, the audio quality, it's affecting everything else. Uh, and I'm trying to put there. She's finally loading. So, you know, they've made it, it's, you know, like the, the fair kid, like Innis Gaines, you know, the fair catch interference penalty. That's, I couldn't remember who it was because it was, I, I thought it was Gaines, but I wasn't positive. Like that's, you know, the special teams made a great field goal block, but then they do stuff like that. Like, uh, you know, game's close. Nyman makes a false start. Just it's, they, they keep shooting themselves in the foot throughout the year, which has not been a very much of a trait under Matt LaFleur, but it's, it's still something they definitely got to, Got to clean up, um, even in a lost, lost cause. Uh, and then finally, just to pile on to Joe Barry one more time, they they stopped. Uh, you know, because it's he's turned into a favorite scapegoat. He's like Dom Capers Redux at this point. It's you know once again you know, we talked about the rushing. Joe Barry slow to adapt again. You know, Justin Fields should not have to run for over a hundred yards before that. That should have been known ahead of time. Just I I don't understand it. So that's really all we've got for the thousand percent. I mean, like truly it's, you know, it's more like Joe Dingleberry. Am I right? How did it take until week 14 for us to come up with that? Uh, Wow. That's, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed of myself on that one, but yes, yes. Dingleberry. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I said it earlier, but it's truly as if he doesn't watch the tape or consider the opposing team's strengths when making the game plan. And, you know, we touched on it, Justin Fields and his rushing yards, everyone knows he can and will run if given the op. And yet there were times where we just couldn't stop him from doing just that. So, I mean, it's at this point, it's just um, it. <laughs> beyond frustrating to see uh, time and time again, week after week, you know, Barry just doesn't seem to learn from anything. And we've had plenty of learning opportunities this season. So. Yeah, I guess you could say it's burying the lead, so to speak too. You know, I mean, there's, there, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's Dom Capers esque like they you, you know, what's coming and you're helpless to stop it. That's, that's on your coaching staff. And I, there's all the signs there that I, it'll be just stunning and it'll borderline be a war crime. If Matt LaFleur does not, uh, does not fire him at the end of the season, but mercifully the Packers have reached their bye week uh, after a remarkable 13 games. Uh, this, I am of the opinion that this, when I saw the schedule come out, I'm like that bye week is stupid late. Uh, and I feel even strongly now, given the way the season's played out, like this kind of a bye week just feels borderline dangerous, doesn't it? Just letting players go through, you know, 75% of a full season before they get a break. I mean, come on. I mean, at least, 
our injuries show that too, right? Like we've had so many injuries. We really could have used an earlier buy. Yeah, it, you know, it's, they, they definitely would have benefited from it. I think all buys need to be wrapped up, especially in this season. I think they need to be wrapped up by probably week 12, maybe like a week earlier, maybe, maybe a hair sooner. It's just, it's, because the Packers get back, at least they've got a longer week because they don't play until Monday night now. But it's just, it's one of those seasons where it's, it's just, it seems like it's too long. Because I mean, it's December for crying out loud and they're getting their bye. That's just, it's wild. It's just, yeah. it's just, it's obscene to me. So the good news for this, though, is it does give the Packers a chance to get healthy, most notably Aaron Rodgers. Um, don't know if he has enough time to go to Peru and do another ayahuasca cleanse or Panchakarma cleanse and drink some ayahuasca. I don't know what he's doing, but um, chance for him to heal up. You know, the thumb is probably not going to be 100% by the end of the season, but it'll at least get it, you know, where it's it might be tolerable, so he's got a little more accuracy on his throws. Same with his ribs. Um, but, you know, David Bakhtiari sounds like it's going to be a while from what Matt LaFleur was saying today. But at least, you know, they've got a chance to get health. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the fact that we're going into a bye with a win, especially against the Bears, that's um, that always feels feels good. And hopefully that will help the momentum when we uh, when we play the Rams upon returning from said by so yeah and you know the win definitely gave the pack you know I think that gave gives Joe Barry a stay of execution a little bit because you're not gonna if you've got a chance of making the playoffs albeit razor thin you're not going to change a defensive coordinator at that point um so I think I think he's he's going to be around at least through the end of the season uh so I, the, 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 the in-season firing stuff I think can stop um, but you know, the bye week does still kind of feel like a bit of a delay of the inevitable for the Packers at the same time in terms of their playoff chance. I mean, you've got the Rams who are, we'll talk about them in a second, but they are probably an even bigger disappointment this season than the Packers have been, especially since they won the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. You, know, you got the Rams, you got the Dolphins, the uh, Lions, and you got the Vikings. Uh, the Dolphins, I, it depends on which team shows up. Um, but I mean, the, a lot of these games are winnable. Minnesota is probably going to have Minnesota is going to have the division locked up by the time they play them in a couple of weeks. But, it, you know, they'll be playing for home field advantage. So it's hardly going to be a situation where they're going to rest their starters. So that game is going to be a challenge. Detroit, again, hot and cold, a uh, little unpredictable. But I mean, the Packers at least still have, you know, a fighting, a fighting chance. But I mean, I, at this point, it just feels like it's delaying the inevitable of when they're going to be mathematically eliminated. Yeah, um, I would love if they ran the table and somehow made it into the playoffs. But to be honest, even if we did make it in the playoffs uh, with the way that we have been playing all season, um, I just this is not a team that can win the Super Bowl, let alone uh, the the NFC championship game. Uh, We may get lucky if we get to the playoffs and win the first. But uh, I truly don't. I truly just I don't think we we really have ground to stand on this season. And yeah, yeah, I think playoff talk at this point is. A homerism at this point. It's just it's it's optimism beyond reason at this point. <laughs> so I, I, uh, you know, I guess it's 
you know, it, it truly is game by game. If we lose uh, one more, we can we can kiss any false hope that we had goodbye. If we run the table and make it to the playoffs, then um, you know that would be that would be the surprise of the century. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, definitely. And you know, looking ahead quickly to the. Um to the Rams. So we're probably not going to have a game. We're probably not going to have a show next week um, because of the bye, because we won't have a game to discuss, but you know, looking at Matthew Stafford's out, uh, you know, their John Wolford's their backup. I actually had to look that up um, to see who was playing a quarterback for them with Stafford being gone, who, you know, that's, that's something we can discuss a little later is, you know, Stafford, it's starting to get whispered that that, Spinal contusion he suffered is career-threatening, you know, not too dissimilar from what happened to Nick Collins. Hope all's well with him. Um, hate to see a player go through that, especially, you know, someone who's sacrificed so much and been through so much, especially with what he went through in Detroit. But, you know, the Rams are definitely in a death spiral even more than the Packers, and they won't even have any draft picks. <laughs> you know, so they're they're going to be in even worse shape than Green Bay. So definitely, you know, I think I think that's a very winnable game, so they can at least, you know, Hope will probably spring eternal for at least another week, you know, once we get through the bye. Yeah. Yep. And we'll take it game by game and, uh, and we'll cover each one. And hopefully, you know, hopefully they can show out for the rest of the season. That'd be cool. I would not be against that. I'm just not expecting it. So. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards where a lot of the rest of our staff is going and that's embracing the tank. You know, let's get that high draft pick, you know, because Jordan Love, I, you know, I think embrace that tank and, you know, maybe they can surprise people next year. Who knows? Uh, but that'll pretty much do it for us for this week. Um, thank you, everyone, f- for listening and keep it on Acme Packing Company for all your Packers podcast needs. Uh, we will talk to everybody in two weeks. And, hey, the Packers at least can't lose this week. So, uh, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. And it's official. The bears still suck. See you guys in a couple weeks. Some things never change.